Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. The state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. <laughs> Welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 372. I am Otto Dassing, and I'm joined tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up, guys? Alex Schlegel. Hey, good to see you guys. Extremist Bab. Yo. Good to, good to see you as always. And a special guest. Like, this is this is like OG punk rock libertarian, uh, Mr. Barry Dungan. Did I say that right? From the 90, from the 90s. Donigan. Donigan. Uh, Donigan. Very close. Nah, I already fucked up. up. Yeah. I should have, a real podcaster would have asked you beforehand. And I, <laughs> I was too impatient. I was too impatient. We had to go. Like, I was like, let's yeah, go. One of them I, Irish I Donnie, you got it. You had the blow liberty load. Yeah, I, we, there was a lot of pre-liberty come, uh, you know, in the in the before time. So I was like, let's just go. Like, let's just get this over. With. <laughs> <laughs> Chemistry so, uh, was magic, y'all. It was before y'all got to see it, though. Right, right. So we could go all night anyway. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> yes, it's all downhill. So to keep this uh, going, why don't you tell everyone about yourself? Like, what do you, you know, how long you've been in the, liber- in the, the punk scene, libertarian scene? Just tell everyone about yourself. I got converted to libertarianism in the 90s by a John Stossel documentary on the war on drugs, which is blowing up in my friends in my face at that time in history. This would be like 90. I graduated in 97. So it was like college was like 99. Maybe I was like all in on bad Rick. I was like supporting the libertarian party pretty aggressively uh one thing that's interesting is i was uh already a viewer of alex jones before 9 11 yes nice which means i already heard him rant about everything that did happen while i was looking at it i mean i don't i'm not one of those alex jones guys because i also heard his new year's eve podcast where the world was ending on 1999 but that didn't really happen. Oh, the Y two he had a Y two K podcast. Yeah, really? it, was, yeah. it was full of lies, man. It was like the end of the world was definitely happening. Oh god, yeah. he, he oh, was, what a disappointment! He was he was, yeah. dude, he was <laughs> duped by the Aztec calendar. No, that was twenty twelve, dude. Oh he's shit, gonna do, he's gonna do whatever it oh, takes. He was, he was before his time. He yeah, but like at nine eleven he was right in a weird way where I was watching it like holy okay yeah some stuff has popped off but um I mean and the frogs are as gay as they've ever been I mean I don't think anybody <laughs> can deny that I mean they're no. gay as fuck right now the human the human Literally. pig hybrids are alive and well they're, I'm telling you on folks, the loose I'm telling you <laughs> sorry go on go on Barry oh but um <laughs> so I was I was back into that game that long um. I got involved in um, Ron Paul's presidential campaign. I was a county coordinator over Nashville and 30 counties around that. Um, then I got elected to serve because we were trying to like make sure our campaign got treated fairly. We kind of, as a joke, ran for party positions in the Davidson County Nashville Republican Party. And then I actually won, oh, <laughs> served oh. in it for two years. Oh, At the shit. same time, I'm like touring the country with my band and we're on this like grindcore tour and i'm playing a gg allen i kill everything i fuck cover at the same time that i'm serving as an officer in the republican party 
You know what I mean? <laughs> this is like the 2008 Republican Party where I'm like 30 or 40 years younger than everybody else in the whole thing. But they, yeah, they were like, yeah. I use I can use the Internet. You know what I mean? Is what they were thinking. So I can like at that time. <laughs> like finally the young people are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody who knows how to turn on the Internet. Dude, you're so in the party. Like you, you like achieved success during that time period because like I unfortunately ran into like road like quite a few road like blocks during that time. What avenue but, did uh, you take? I I did the same thing, man. Like I was Wait, uh, so you're in, saying joining the Republican Party was a success move? Is that what you're saying, Alex? No, it clearly Ooh. wasn't. But what I'm saying is, and that's the thing, and that's the thing like with these like quote unquote post libertarians that think they can just like, oh, I'll just run as a Republican. I was like, no, you it it might work out for you in certain areas, but in other areas, it might it's not. only I believe in doing it in the area where it works. Exactly. And exactly. In my in my town, there's a one party system. It's the Democrats, and so the Republicans have a thirty percent automatic vote floor every time you run on a ballot. So, like, if I'm going to run in my mean? town, like you have a thirty percent of people that are just going to walk up and vote Republican automatically. The brand is pretty strong. It's a loser brand, though. But yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if you get your fourteen <laughs> on top of that thirty three. And you get in and the things you do are only to advance liberty and you're there. It's better than somebody else being there. You know what I mean? Is the way I looked at it once I was in there and I was able to influence a lot. Like I put Ron Paul in the straw poll, right? Oh, here's a big one. Okay. This is a great story. It's a little bit of a long story. You got, I got apologize y'all for that, but it's worth it. But like, okay. When I was serving in that position, um, I had a, uh, opportunity from this friend of mine to go um be a blogger i wasn't a blogger at the time um now later on i did work for ben swan with truth and media for a long time oh yeah Yeah. he's based that just beep put that aside but (laughs) anyway uh (laughs) the um i got an opportunity to go and it was like a question and answer with uh this congressman at the time who was running for governor um credibly his uh, it, it was, uh, slipping my mind, his name, it was, uh, a Congressman from like East Tennessee. He was like a Bush Republican guy. Dude. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. It would be, I'll, it'll come to me later. Um, and he had just voted for the bailout $700 billion bailout of wall street. The one that started the tea party. Right. Um, and the Republican folks, the Tea Party was kind of starting. And I'd already been like protesting on the tax day with the libertarians, holding up signs of like pictures of all the babies getting that your tax dollars are blowing up. You know what I mean? Like as people pay their right. taxes at the post office. I was already doing that before they had the Tea Party. But like, so this guy just voted for that. Everybody was pissed off. But like everyone that was invited to it was just asking him these questions. Like they were just slobbing on him, dude. Just being like, how how does it feel to have such girth? You know, like that's the kind of questions he was getting. Just like <laughs> just getting loved on by everybody when he's just voted for that bailout. And I knew everyone was thinking about it. And at the end of the whole thing, I was just like, I raised my hand. I'm like, hey, man, I just got to I just feel like we all are thinking it. I just let's just get past it. You know what I mean? Like when you voted for the 700 gazillion dollar bailout of Wall Street, what principle guided your decision and would you do it again? Now, bear in mind, this this is five days ago, right? 
Wow. And he's like, he looks, he just looks at me in this, like he looks at me like in a, one of these, like he wanted to fight me. And this guy has a temper <laughs> like that, you know, he's kind of a short yeah. guy that's got that, that Napoleon complex. Napoleonic, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of a, complex, you know, yeah. he actually has a rec criminal record for doing coke and beating the shit out of a guy whose wife he stole. That's his wife. Um, Holy shit. Wow. It sounds like an upstanding citizen. This guy's horrible, man. He's a terrible guy. But like, uh, so hey, I, I sounds like we should vote for him. You know, sounds like a good yeah. guy to represent us. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I um asked him that, and he said, "There comes a time in a grown man's life where you gotta admit you made a mistake." Bush told me that the economy was going to completely collapse. Volkswagen said they're going to take all the jobs out of the district. I just panicked and I did the wrong thing and it was a mistake. I'm serious. This was five days ago, dude. It was, you know what I mean? And like the crowd is just like, <gasps> everyone's like, Oh my God, he said it, whatever. And so like, then nobody asked any more questions. And um, so I uh, walked over to his mailing list just so I didn't look like a, a plant. You know what I mean? Which I kind of was, but so I go over and assi- I sign his mailing list and he comes and cuts me off and grabs me in this handshake. And he's like, that was a great question. And he's like looking at me like dead in the face, like an inch away for like a minute and a half doing this. Right. I think maybe he's trying to get people to take a picture of us shaking hands to show we're cool now or like something. Squashing, or, the, squashing the beef. Yeah. But he's also trying to in, like intimidate me. But like, yeah, it's like, like the like Trump a, thing where Trump like grabs people and like pulls them in, you know? Yeah, that, it's that one of the, he was trying to dominate, but he was like a lot littler <laughs> yeah. than me. And I'm sitting yeah. thinking like, does he yeah. have secret service or how does this work? Because like if he swings on me, like what is, the, you know what I mean? It felt yeah. like that. Yeah. And then like later on, I was with this friend of mine, Matt Collins, who became the vice chair of the party at one the Republican Party. He was kind of the ringleader of the Ron Paul crowd in Nashville. And he refused to shake his hand at this Reagan day dinner and made this big production. And so he kept getting a bunch of negative media because of us personally. And he knew us to be the Ron Paul guys. And then um, when they were doing audit, the fed, the real beefy version of audit, the fed that they had through the house back in like 2011, he comes up to us. He voted for it. And he comes up to us at the Reagan Day dinner and he said, I voted for that Ron Paul thing. Y'all can't be mad at me anymore. Straight up wow. said that. Wow. He literally bullied him into his vote. And he <laughs> nice. told us that we did. I mean, so that shit can work if you go within the system sometimes. You have to have the right. Yeah, but did the people. Fed get audited though? <laughs> that shows you how they think. Everything's in favor. kind enough to make the public turn against it. Where it's really like well known how bad it is, and that's one reason why you see crypto taking off. And like yeah. a lot of these issues, we've come a long way. We were really, really bad off in like 2000. And now, granted, the pandemic has opened a whole nother sets of cans of worms that have made stuff way worse in other ways. But we had so many like right after 9 11, man, the whole country was in a damn shit show. We were closing in on real Nazi type of weird stuff. You know what I mean? Like. Well, the Tea Party, the Tea Party was wild during that time period, and um, it, it was that same time period. It was just like I left the Libertarian Party. I was like, voted for Harry Brown, voted for Michael Bidnarik. Like I was like Libertarian OG, and then it's just like, holy shit, Ron Paul has opened up my mind to economics and the Federal Reserve and everything. And it's just like, well, look, this seems way more successful than the Libertarian Party. If we're going to spread liberty, 
But you could definitely see how the Republican Party jumped in front of that uh, Tea Party train and hijacked that shit and and just like uh, shut us down. And um, and to, to like kind of same same situation, Barry, it's like I, I ran as a 2014 and, and Babs, you know, the story it was that a fucking um, it was at that uh wedding we were hanging out and i was telling you it was like fresh out of that and i was just like where do you live geographically we all were well otto jared and i are all in maryland like basically baltimore Baltimore. county like yeah jared lives in the city otto and i live out in the county uh, Babs is in like Philadelphia area. Well, he's in an Babs in the woods. <laughs> he's Babs well, yeah, o, like OG Babs is like Philadelphia area right now. Yeah. He's in undisclosed. Who the fuck knows where he's at? Just like checking in his compound. Yeah, just sending sending <laughs> internet to the to the Starlink. Good beer, good weed on the yeah on the Starlink. Yeah, yep. he's like pulling his trailer wherever he wants to go. He's like a nomad, OG, but. He's of that Ron Paul era, just like what you're talking about, Barry. And it's like, that's the thing where it's like, look, I understand where some of these like post-libertarians are coming from. It's like they want shit to happen fucking now. And it's like, guess what? You tried that. I tried that. 2014, I was running for a voluntary position in Baltimore County in a small district running for fucking Republican Central Committee. And literally came within 100 votes of winning that shit. A voluntary position. But what it took was a sitting congressman, Andy Harris, who's still a Republican congressman in Maryland. He's not even our con- he's not even my congressman. Had to send out a letter, a two-page mailer, color, full color, full page. And I'm like, God damn, like how much did you spend on that mailing? And as then much as they have to. It doesn't matter exactly. how much it costs. You see how but, much you 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 wasted their resources, which is right. awesome. Well, exactly. And <laughs> it's very <laughs> useful. But that's the thing. I was still butthurt. But till Babs and we're at this wedding and our friend Garrett it was at his wedding up up. And he said, like, how'd that make you feel? He's like, yeah, you're probably pissed off. And I always stick with this, Babs. You were like, guess what? How much money did they waste? And how much did you spend? I'm like, I spent 100 bucks on Vistaprint cards and knocked on doors. And I can't. Yeah. They were so fucking scared. These fucking Republicans. They probably spent hundreds because of thousands they were of dollars. So, they were so scared of Ron Paul, actual liberty, libertarian ideas, actually infiltrating their party and actually engaging young people. And actually, but a lot of them the did long term. If you look and at they how did. many, exactly, they, it really what? did work. We're still here, and I'm rocking with the Mises Caucus, and that's the and that's Ron Paul Revolution 2.0. You know, that's 2.0. Well, we knew. I think we knew. Libertarians knew all along that eventually the Republicans are going to completely discard Ron Paul, right? Like, yeah. th- like yeah. as soon as I heard he yeah, was yeah. even in the game, I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. They're going to hate this, you know, like, yeah. like because we know what Republicans are all about, and we knew Ron Paul. I'm like, oh, this would be yeah. neat. And then I just started watching him succeed, though, and I'm like. Yeah. Whoa! I never knew he'd actually get traction. Then, then next thing you know, he's in the debates, just <laughs> destroying Giuliani, just oh, just mutilating Giuliani on the national stage. And I'm like, damn, it's, like, this is, it's on. It's like those were the days. Like I remember going to a Ron Paul debate. It was at Morgan State University. At, oh, you got uh, to see a live one. Yeah. Oh shit! This was oh, this man. was great, Barry. Like so, there used to be this very based. Uh, 
talk show radio host in Maryland. He was the quote unquote conservative voice, but he broke away. He's a former Marine. And he was like the conservative talk radio host in the Baltimore area on the conservative station. But he was so fucking libertarian. He was just like hundred percent Ron Paul. And I remember starting listening to him in 2007. And when he was just like, Hey, uh, who would you like to see as a 2008 candidate? And this, this talk show host, his name is Ron Smith. He's now deceased. But uh, he was in the Baltimore area. And when it's like 2007, way before the primaries and people are every other caller was like Ron Paul, Ron Paul. And I'm like, yo, this quote, up. I was like this quote unquote conservative air quotes for those that are listening. I'm like, yo, this guy's based. And then when I started to listen to him, it, it was like he was ostracized. But I mean, we're in liberal Maryland. So he's ostracized from the conservatives in Maryland. Because he was outspoken against the Iraq war, you know, post 9-11, the whole security state, everything. I think he was easy as hell to sell. Uh, in Tennessee, he was easy to sell. Like, 100%. Yeah. But it's in a Baltimore, different state. Exactly. Like, that's the thing, the demographics. And that's like this post-libertarian shit that's going on. It's just like, look. Well, you what might- is it? Can you define this post-libertarian shit? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it's it's basically like this. All right. So you have individuals like P. Quinones, who I completely respect. Like he's been on the podcast. Really, like I met him in person. Otto met him in person. Like we, we gave we each all, other COVID. Yeah. Yeah. We all spread the COVID. There was an exchange of bodily fluids. At the Mises tent in New Hampshire. What happens in the Mises tent stays in the Mises tent. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty well, unless it spreads. Yeah. Well, that's true. It didn't really stay there. But go on. No, it's just it's just basically now this thought of basically you have the libertarian Lulberts and then just kind of like what's a libertarian Lulbert? Just help me understand the characters involved. <laughs> we need like a glossary for Alex. Based Lulbert post. No, I, I think I understand the I mean you hear these terms used, but let's just yeah. be clear, right? So Bat has been away for a while. He's just in an undisclosed location, just tro- t- just living life. You know, he's been out of the Libertarian Party, and God bless him. You shouldn't be involved. The only reason you should be involved in the Libertarian Party is you're involved in the Mises Caucus, or if you're not in the Mises Caucus way. If you are actually Libertarian and not some fucking like, uh, like in 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 like the basically right now, the number one fucking issue should be the cult of COVIDs. Okay. What other like, issue could there be? Exactly. And it's then put when you pause have, on any other thing existing. Well, exactly. I, I, I would also make room for the fact that the president of the United States is basically a confirmed pedo and uh, <laughs> is, is just still like running things and walking around uh, being allowed to be in the same room with children. But back, yeah, what about see, what about all the money printing and the yeah, oh, yeah. And, then all, and then there's that destroying the economy thing oh yeah exactly it's all tied together and the global the global plunder and mass murder I forgot <laughs> yeah. the way I the way I've always characterized this what's happened is that I always thought we were in one of those uh, movies that's like a sophisticated political drama with like Tommy Lee Jones or something but we're actually in like some kind of a B movie from Sci-Fi Channel with like Reno nine one one, like Asylum, yeah, with, Asylum yeah. Channel, like with like Skeet Ulrich as the main star, and you got like you know 
Jean-Claude Van Damme. Maybe. Jean-Claude Van Damme as like a bad <laughs> guy. Wesley Snipes. Lucky. Maybe. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Off of his tax evasion, you know. Wesley Snipes was kind of stout with his movies, and he was a – yeah. I feel and like he, he was trying to be a hero, but he just didn't have enough people having his back. Yeah. You well, know? same with the – who was the other? Like, it, that's the thing. Like, any black – black celebrity that's like doesn't pay their taxes or go along with the program they're just like hey you're 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 off oh you're yeah done. skewer your career skewer. your career's done like uh who's uh the the chick from the fugees uh what's her face she forgot to pay her taxes or lauren hill lauren, lauren hill, hill. Yeah. yeah yeah done i don't know why done now she was having like mental health issues and didn't think of things like paying exactly. taxes for i i i uh, i have first I have firsthand stories of individuals. She does not reimburse uh, musicians that she plays with going back years. But but the fact like she didn't pay her taxes, Wesley Snipes, like anybody not going along with the program, like i.e. Kyrie Irving, uh, who the fuck else? Like anybody. No, going- Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. You know, anybody going against the program or speaking to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, because he's yeah. a transphobe. I watched a whole documentary, watched it with my girlfriend. She's just like, she offended everybody. Like, what the fuck's with these? Like, it was equal opportunist. It was a I'll- pro trans special. That too, Barry. Exactly. Entirely. In the that- language of offensive comedy. Like, if they can't get that, they're they're not smart enough. They probably didn't watch it. And exactly. I think, that, I think the people that are mad saw clips. Because it's I think if they really is, saw it, they'd probably be in tears and whatever. You does know, anybody like actually know somebody that was actually mad, or is it just a fabricated or imagining somebody's it's these mad? Twitter, at this? like sixteen-year-olds and stuff, a lot of the times who are like, it's like people that have just learned how to do hot takes, and they're just freaking swinging at grandma, dude. They're just like, grandma, you're yeah. a Nazi. Boom, boom, exactly. Boom, boom. And like They're those like, people get to run the show now instead of being. This is a real thing out there in the world. Okay, just checking. It's they're, they're punching there. they're punching way far up they're punching way above their weight class and then they're just and too hard like exactly you can't you can never convince anyone no one's going to want to be what about what you're about when all you do is personally destroy everybody and you're also going to take a yeah. revenge destruction at some point that will take you out so and like <laughs> and the other aspect of that is like all right you might be able to cancel all of us on this podcast. You might be able to take us off social media, but guess what? Uh, Dave Chappelle is a fucking goat. Kyrie Irving has some clout. Aaron Rodgers, he Greatest doesn't quarterback. Fuck. Great, yep. probably one of the best quarterbacks of our time. <clears throat> uh, Nicki Minaj, she made her money. She doesn't give a fuck. It gets to a point where it's like, you keep going this fucking, like, you're, it, 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 it's, it, it is like, everything is falling apart and everything that's been going on with Aaron Rodgers, it is just mind fucking blowing because everything it's like the hate, the visceral hate of normie mainstream sports right. talk radio. So for people and then who haven't, you, people yeah. haven't heard, I mean, to kind of give the backstory on this, but uh, so Aaron Rodgers last week after the game tested positive for COVID and which which was kind of weird. He was immediately ruled out for the game this week and possibly even next week. And so some people who know the rules, like the NFL really like changes all of its rules around this year. So it's like, it like they literally shame you and it's, it's 
Everyone really and no, they, Otto, there's we, two sets of rules for two different sets: the unvaccinated talk, and the vaccinated. We talked league. about this. We talked about this on a podcast because we both, did. Like Jared, you, me, a lot of us that listen to this podcast is like, yeah, guess what? We're fucking. We like sports. We like sports ball, right? right? And it's like two tier system. It's like a cast system within the NFL. Like basically, if you're vaccinated. It's like, cool, you don't get tested for two weeks. If you're unvaccinated, oh, guess what? You got to wear a mask. You got to socially distance. You can't even eat in your own cafeteria. You can only be within close contact of your teammates within 10 minutes. Like, this is such you bullshit. Right. I mean, like, it's, it's, I mean don't, don't they know about the new Lancet um, study that shows that, that with the new Delta variant, you're just as likely to get it from an unvaccinated person as a vaccinated person? There's right. virtually no difference. Like, so to get a vaccine right. now is completely for your own protection. And even the people in charge aren't claiming you're going to protect anybody else with that. It's right. merely for your so own rules, benefit. Yes. So to so start, bad, like, Doing this to people, there's no basis. What is their basis in logic? And in and, and both Jared, Otto, myself, Barry, I don't know if you're a big sports ball fan, but fantasy football. I am a big yeah. fan of uh, NBA football right? and Grizzlies NBA basketball. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I well, see you post I mean, so you're down yeah, south. Yeah. You're down south. So college football's life down there. That's understandable. I'm not a big um, college football guy, but. I appreciate I I maintain the knowledge enough to talk about it because it's important right. in the South. But the thing the the thing is it's like all of us have witnessed like you have players that are quote fully vaxxed that are getting COVID and missing games. Right. And the thing with, with this situation, as soon as they were like, wait a minute, why is he being subjected to these other rules? Did he allegedly when the season started, he told everyone he used my line. I'm so pissed. He's like, so now my, my, my bullshit line that I've been telling people like is out the window. Like, so he What's said, he was like, he said, I'm in, he, they asked him, are you vaccinated? He goes, Oh, I'm immunized. Yeah. I'm immunized. <laughs> And but, that's and I've been that's what I've been telling people. I said I'll say, oh yeah, I'm completely I'm immunized. immunized. That's what I tell I'm people immunized. like when they ask. Immunized. Well, according yeah. to studies, right. like being a world class athlete, you are <clears throat> immunized. The thing the, okay. that's the thing that bothers me. I do believe in the vaccine. Honestly, if you're if I was 75 and I had three or four comorbidities, right. I would take the I, vaccine. Like communism. If I, I was a communist, I would but definitely get the vaccine. Right. But it doesn't <laughs> protect somebody who is a world-class athlete at their right. prime of their life. And, and that's they the don't thing. need any protection. And Barry, that, that's the thing. They're trying to shame this guy. And Jared, you could queue up probably the first video I sent. The first three are Aaron Rodgers. But if anybody listens to what he has to say, it's like very fucking reasonable. Everything he has to say is 100%. Jared, you could play all three videos and anybody that actually, and I haven't watched a full interview. These are the highlights that have been floating around Twitter. Anybody could watch this and be like, all right, well, he sounds, sounds pretty. So he's been like flouting all the are. rules. Yeah. He's been saying like, cause he hasn't, cause in the, you have to wear a mask at the microphone when you meet people and you have to wear a mask on the sidelines if you're not vaccinated. So he went ahead and he's been doing this this entire time. And like, so everyone just thought so he's like yeah the rules really didn't like they were dumb they're meant to shame me so i wasn't gonna do it and i didn't want you guys knowing about it because you guys would just do what you're doing now you're shaming me you're you're making me feel like i'm a bad person and so so now he has covid so whenever you're ready are vaccinated and tested positive so this idea that it's the pandemic of the Mm. there's no audio on this we're noting noting he's out doing podcasts 
Right. He's not hot. He's not hospitalized. He's out doing a podcast instead of yeah. sleeping or being tired. He, he's, or having he, yeah, he's at home on like Pat McAfee is yeah. uh, Pat McAfee's podcast. So, Jerry, we can hear the audio if you just want to keep playing. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, uh, it. It's yeah. just it's just me. Sorry, hold on. I got to fix. This. Go back to like these two questions: facilities that are vaxxed that tested positive. So this idea that it's the pandemic of the unvaccinated is just a total lie. And I go back to like these two questions for the, uh, you know, for this world mob, like, uh, number one, if the vaccine is so great, then how come people are still getting COVID and spreading COVID and unfortunately dying from COVID? Like if the vaccine is so safe, then how come the manufacturers of the vaccine have full immunity? So let's just step back and realize, like, this vaccine is revolutionary, the things that they're doing. However, we don't know a whole lot about it. And to just say that it's a blanket for all that ails you, in my opinion, is wrong and reckless. And for the media out there taking shots at me, like, you don't know my story, now you do. So quit lying about me. And personal health decisions, in my opinion, should be private. And they shouldn't have to be like gone through the ringer and over scrutinized by, you know, people who are just pushing their own type of propaganda on the people and, and ideals. You want to have a conversation about it? I'm more than one. Right. So, bam. He, yeah. So yeah. he nails and, and like in that he even has like more of like a nuanced, just you know, regular bit, like opinion. And it's not even like, well, why is it, you know, like all these kind of like, which what people would call conspiratorial, which is not, but he even has like some of his other t- uh, takes from that interview. They were just like, it's on point. It makes sense. Like he's just saying like, these rules aren't meant to stop COVID. They're meant to shame people into getting vaccines. And he's like, and that's not what I wanted to do. So I just didn't tell anybody about it. He said, my team knew the administrate, like uh, oh, the yeah. news reporters knew, but we just didn't oh, public about yeah. it until I got COVID and I had to be subjected to these stupid rules. And I'm like, he's just like, I understand, like he could be completely wrong. But the fact is he is getting destroyed in this left, left uh, sports center or sports talk radio. ESPN. News media. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, like, watch. Listen to this shit. Like, who has a strong immune system? Keep building your immune system and and do what you got to do. Do what's best for your body. But that opinion, you know, doesn't work because. We, you know, we, you know, we've given away billions of dollars to these pharmaceutical companies now for these for these vaccines, and it's not going to stop. Merck's coming out with a pill. Uh, listen, you listen, know, uh, Pfizer's coming out with a, a pill that's going to help. You know, it's, it's it's basically the expensive versions of ivermectin. Why do people yeah. hate ivermectin? That's yep. because you know Trump championed it because it's cheap generic can't make any money off it, but it's been used a billion times in India. Go look at that research. What's going on over there? If you're a healthy person. Right. Right. So what do these, so, yeah. what do the other guys say in response to this? So they just like kind of stare at them. I haven't, I've only seen like, like Alex, I've only seen the highlights. I've seen like, <laughs> yeah. maybe like a total, like, it's like, cause like Pat McAfee's face looks like bright red, dude. Oh, but, they get, they get yeah. kind of like, like squirmy. Like they don't know what to do. They're like, Jared, like, Jared, so I sent you, I sent you this video. I'm sending it to you now, but this is like, okay. So, one of my friends, he's a gay dude from Wisconsin. He lives down in D.C. I've known him for years because, uh, like, one of his best friends, like, I did, like, 
I know him for a while, and he's like a Green Bay, like diehard Green Bay Packers fan. And I sent him like kind of these videos. I was like, yo, your boy, like Aaron Rodgers. And he is literally losing his goddamn mind about this. And this last video is like, it's, it's from libs of TikTok, but it, it completely encapsulate, like it, it, it basically is this dude's like freaking the fuck out. Cause he's got all his jabs, everything like diehard Packers fan, Loves Aaron Rodgers, but because of all this, he's just like, I'm burning his jersey. This is it. Like, just freaking, <laughs> like, going full retard. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that's a little dramatic, dude. And I sent him one of those video clips we just shared. And I was like, I don't know about you, but he seems pretty reasonable in all these videos. And I sent that to him. He's like, that's fucking bullshit, blah, 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 this and that. Just freaking out. And I'm like, People are so emotional over this. Exactly. Stuff. And then, and then, so this video, Jared, if you want to cue it, but this is like people. It's this a little is on the like, long side. You want to just watch is, a few seconds of it? Yeah. Yeah. But this just, this is basically some of these like people that are in massive hypnosis and have been like hypnotized and are in this cult of COVID. This is their mindset. And it's just like, and you send like, all three of those videos I was like, I don't know. He sounds pretty reasonable. But then you get this fucking retard. Like this fucking guy. Seriously, this shit I did not expect. Aaron Rodgers confirms he's unvaccinated. Has taken ivermectin in first comments after testing positive for COVID-19. <sighs> what the fuck, man? Seriously? Horse dewormer, Aaron? Where'd you hear that? From Joe Rogan? Yeah, actually, yes. He took advice from Joe Rogan. But it's not my horse quarterback. It's not horse work. That I respect my quarterback. So my quarterback. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, I don't hear anymore. Joe Rogan. You could just no, 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 stop. COVID-19. Like, yeah. fuck this guy. I'll take a Like, fuck this like, guy. Yeah, you should have been listening to Joe Biden and his pedophile cronies for your health right. advice. Okay. First, <laughs> off, first off, this guy is a fucking fraud because he's got this, like, Wigger, New York, New York fucking, right. fucking like hey, he's totally trying to play like that Ian Rappaport, like that New York, like I'll punch you in the Michael fucking face. I can't Michael stand Rappaport. Rappaport. I mean, I thought yeah. this was the gay guy that you knew. Well, no, no, that this that is was like, a different anecdote. That was well, a, the, exactly, it's an anecdote. <laughs> sorry, sometimes it's, it's hard to follow you, dude. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. But my gay Packers friend. Also, move the mic away from your face a bit. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, I don't think they like to be called Packers. Okay, I think <laughs> okay, that's, that's that's totally derogatory. Yeah, like basically, his like text response were of the level of this fucking retard on TikTok, who has that like Brooklyn douchebag. New Yorker. I'm like, I, you- I got one fact. I guess let me just read this one fact because it puts all of this in context. Okay. Okay. And you guys heard about this Lancet study recently. Okay. Vaccinated just as likely to spread Delta variant within households as unvaccinated. 100%. Okay. People who contracted COVID-19 had a similar 35%. viral load regardless of whether they had been vaccinated. The study found that 25% of vaccinated households contracted COVID, while 38% of unvaccinated individuals were diagnosed with the disease. So it's very similar, right? Within this study, it's like anybody pretending that they're that like this whole like that whole like he said in that speech, this whole idea of the oh it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated is bullshit. 
And it's nothing but a narrative constructed to sell pharmaceutical products and to scare people and to pressure people. And it's this study basically reveals what we've already known. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out later that you're even more likely to get uh, uh, some kind of variant because you've been vaccinated. Right. We've seen like. Oh, you're the like Israel. You're the most vaccinated. Oh, you also have the most uh, this new infection. Oh, you know, parts of Ireland. Oh, highly highest vaccinated rate. You're so bragging about that. And suddenly, oh, look, your cases are spiking like there's all kinds of weird shit going on. And to, to see people act like, oh, you're unvaccinated, you're somehow a threat to other people. That is just bullshit and has to be nipped in the bud. The narrative is collapsing. In uh, Nashville, all of the venues require either a test or vaccination card, right? There's no reason for that. I happen to know that at numerous of these events, there's been outbreaks. And so it's always the vaccinated people that aren't being tested that are bringing the disease in because the unvaccinated people are tested on the way in. You know, they had actually had one where everyone was vaccinated and two people got hospitalized. Uh, that was actually a First vaccine. All, nobody event. even actually is clear on who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated. But Some that definition is going to change. Oh, oh in this many months, change. you're not vaccinated anymore. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna switch you back to unvaccinated. Oh, you just you were vaccinated last week, but it's not past two weeks, so we're gonna call you unvaccinated, and we're gonna report that we're not gonna report that it's a vaccine injury. There's so many shenanigans going on at every right. single level. Straight Anything up, look at. straight up to CDC, straight up to CDC. Like, here's the thing. And and it's, it's you can look it up. It's facts. Uh, it, you're not consider, considered fully vaccinated after 14 days. So you get your second jab. If you go to the hospital for any adverse, whatever the fuck situation. It, after that second jab. 14, potentially maybe 15, 16 days, depending on the time frame, you might be considered you're unvaccinated. You're unvaccinated. You're you are unvaccinated. Yeah. So that heart inflammation, oh, we don't know anything about that. You're unvaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I had pericarditis before. Really? How that happened. Um now, granted, so this gives me some insight. Now, granted, I am the person who gets the absolute Worst case scenario where you don't respond to treatment, which is only 1%. I mean, they're talking about, they're right about the, like normally each year, I got it when I was 16, right? It had nothing to do with the vaccine or vaccines or anything like that. Um, I was running track and I'm kind of naturally long limbed and skinny limbed and I've added a lot of muscle mass since then. But at that time I did not have any. So I was vulnerable, what they call skinny white boy diseases, which are like, pericarditis is one of those and that's who's getting it now i didn't know there was uh, a category of skinny white boy diseases there is caucasian lanky low body weight tall to your point barry my little my little my my brother he's like very skinny he did track and like i kind of encouraged him to do like cross country and i was like fuck yeah man like you're a boy scout you like doing this shit like just run long distances i was like (laughs) what yeah, well, exactly I, well, no, I encouraged him. I was like, dude, you're like runner. Like you have like your skinniest fuck. Like, was he good at it? Yeah, he was good. But the problem was to your point, Barry, it's like he was, he has, um, I wouldn't say like, he doesn't have heart issues, but he's in that like, 
like, like exactly it's bad for your about. health doing long distance running without like yeah. a really smart well he does he does have like, like somewhat of a heart condition calorie. he does have a somewhat of a heart condition and based on his body type it's like that skinny white dude shit like i had mine when i was running track now granted yeah. i had pericarditis for a while and i ran a five minute 14 second mile with pericarditis thank you very much but uh <laughs> yeah. Jesus the at a certain point, I dropped in body weight to what from having it. Like basically, the, it has the same sensation as a uh, heartburn. Like when you breathe in, it just hurts to breathe in deep, right? So you kind of yeah, there are some there breath. are some people that are like genetically disposed. Like um, that would be me. Yeah, like yeah, there are certain, at yeah, this time, very unfortunately, at this particular time in history, yeah. is a real shitty yeah. time to be the worst case scenario pericarditis guy. Where, you know, like when it comes to the vaccine choice, I am a personal trainer. I'm 43 in a week. I do like 100 times more than the exercise guidelines. You know what I mean? I play basketball with 22-year-olds, full court, five-on-five for hours. Dude, I want you to be my fitness coach so bad. Right, yeah, do it. So that's, bad. That's my yeah. moneymaker. That's my moneymaker. Like, I really want to hire you. You need to whip my ass in the I'm the worst-case scenario pericarditis. Oh, that's um, scary, though. So yeah. like to take the vaccine and meanwhile, I had coronavirus. I had the COVID and I had a weird like the night before I deadlifted like a million pounds. and I slept three hours and I had a long day of clients and in the middle, I was going to take a nap. And by the time I was closing on that nap, I had like some pretty intense muscle soreness and I was really tired. But at the same time, I had worked out hard and I had three hours of sleep. So this kind of checked out and then I took a nap and the nap was real weird. And I was sweating a lot during this nap. And then I had a 99 degree fever. And then uh, I woke up. I kind of like took some caffeine and smoked a bowl. And then it went away. And, you know, I didn't feel anything else. And then once I discovered from my roommate saying he had it, that it was the coronavirus, I tried to smell a bowl and it did not smell like anything. I'm like, okay, yeah, Uh I've had the coronavirus. Oh, no. I was symptomatic. And about for about three hours, kinda, not really. That, dude, that's ex- I, I mean, that sounds exactly what happened to me. It was like it started with like this. I was working out in the heat, and it was like a hundred degree heat here in Baltimore, and like I started to get like cramped up and or like body aches, and I was like, oh man, this isn't good. But then I was like, I'm just dehydrated from working out in the weather, and then like I had this mild fever of like 99, and then like. It all went away, kind of, and then I kind of just started getting stuffy. Like my nose was stuffy. Like I was just like, oh, I'm just whatever. I just came back from Pork Fest, and it got real cold. And whenever it gets real cold, like I might, I always get like those little like bugs. Whenever you know, whenever that happens, like the little cold. So I just assumed it was that. And then it wasn't until like a day or two later that I like my, my I couldn't smell or taste anything. I was like, oh shit, this is probably what uh, this so is. You no, know, because there's nothing else yep. that does that. Nothing else. Yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, and only I was weaponized like, viruses do that. <laughs> and so for ten days, I just kind of felt like I had a cold, just t- for like ten, and then it went away. And then, it, like a two weeks later, I got my taste and smell back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, but it can it. kill like, the hell was, out of some people. That's the one. I know my part, but right, it my brother has it really bad right now. Who are young and in good cardiovascular shape who don't have an i'm i'm not i am i am the least healthy person (laughs) i just have a good immune system i do but like do you have bad do you have bad cardiovascular numbers at the doctor or do you just like yes 
yeah. he's not very High physically pressure. Fit, but he's not communist either. So it kind of balances out. Lift, lift weights right. and walk. Lift weights and walk. I did. Well, see, I yeah. This, this, this is another podcast. Well, maybe we'll talk about it in the after hours. But yeah, yeah, after I, hours, I, yeah we've got a health spinoff it, podcast. Yeah, it, it, after yeah. hours, we should have Barry give us each our own like new fitness regimen that he's going to yeah. recommend for us. Like, and you fucking dickheads are only paying a dollar for that shit. You should pay five bucks for that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> fucking assholes. You new, get, that'll be a new TR podcast. Like, yeah, we'll give you like one like, video session with Barry, Barry. Barry's fit level. <laughs> Barry's fit level. Uh, donate five we'll bucks. Get you, we'll, we'll give you his, a cut. Yeah, you'll get his own workout yoga, power lifting. Yeah. I don't do any <laughs> yoga. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with yoga, but I, that's it's too corny in terms of the aesthetic J- to me. Jazzercise, a little jazzercise action. <laughs> too punk. Yeah, you're you're too punk rock for yoga. Exactly. I don't like the way it looks. Yeah. For five bucks, you'll get Barry's jazzercise routines. <laughs> also, those yoga, those yoga <laughs> gurus rape the hell out of everybody. By the way, oh, yeah, I know, I know, like, yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, they're just on them. the loose, just raping by the tens of thousands. It seems like, like yeah. they're the most prolific rapers on. They're like Epstein's. Yeah, you know what I wait, mean. Like, wait a minute, this is a great conspiracy. It's true. It's basically an excuse for for mass rape, is what you're saying. All right. Look up, like, that's look the up. Only how reason you dickheads, dickheads, pay all those listeners, pay a couple bucks to listen to the after hours because there was that Netflix special, Barry. We'll talk in the after hours of that uh, fucking yoga guru who's raping bitches left and right. We'll yeah, talk about it in the after hours. Horrendous. Wow. Like, yeah, we'll talk guy. about it on the after hours because I know who you're talking about. So, yeah, pay a, pay a dollar, pay five bucks. Is it Joe Biden? No. <laughs> Can you imagine Joe Biden trying to do yoga or trying to you know, try to teach you? Dude, did he? He, did you see he him meditating sh- though. He would did shit meditating. <laughs> oh, he got that's the what he was doing. Dude. He's got meditation on lock. He got that on lock. Meditating. Yeah. He's doing a little like tight, like uh, qigong with the arms. You know. Hey, are are we going to talk about the the new diary, the uh, the revelations on the diary and the the FBI yeah. arrest? We got to get to that at some point. Yeah. There's so much to get and, into Frank? in the after hours. If and you're not, <laughs> if you're not paying at least five bucks, let alone. Well, bucks. I feel like I feel like Joe Biden is a pedophile. Is is like regular show level content? That is right. That yeah, is, like, that so is we call it evergreen content. Yes. Yeah. Evergreen. Evergreen. Like, and the fact show. that this is so on point with that, just reaffirming what we've already known, we've already been, you know, exposing. We talk about all the time that this asshole who claims to be running the country is a freaking kid sniffer. And uh, I mean, it's worse than sniffing. Like it turns out he's like showering with the kids and stuff. Like what the hell's going on there? Yeah. Project Veritas. Project Veritas, we'll get into that in the after hours, but they were FBI raided. What, yeah, so what happened? What What is this? I never heard about this until this is, Project this is Veritas the thing you shared. Raided. This is the thing you I shared. I haven't heard Babs. about this at all. What are we looking at here? Yeah, well, this is, this was some, um, I think this diary was released like before the last election, but it was unconfirmed. So everyone's like, well, we don't know if this right. is really true. It looks awful because it's, it's, stuff, it's, it's stuff about like, um, about how, this girl was hypersexualized at a young age. Um, and then, you know, and weird stuff the with their dad probably being Biden's abused. granddaughter. Biden's granddaughter, supposedly. I can't so figure out what diary. It, it involves showering with kids. Like I, it looks like I, something about yeah. 
So yeah, showers with my dad, which we I get, guess we get probably into, not appropriate. We yeah. could yeah. get we could get into it more in the after hours, but Project Veritas basically we got thirteen exactly, minutes. Alex, stop trying to end the show. Well, <laughs> no, plugging this after hours. He's like just trying to promote the yeah. He's just trying to promote the Patreon. Fuck, okay, point, so yeah. we went we went beyond like because last we put our clocks back a couple what an hour. So yeah, all my clocks are way the fuck off. Like what time is it? I don't know. <laughs> Seven thirty Central, eight thirty Eastern time. But well, so now the FBI like but did they arrest him or just they raided they raided Project Veritas. Uh, the guy, yeah. the, the guy that exposed this, he yeah. had already turned this documents, these documents over to police, but they still felt like we have to search him now. And into intimidation move. Yeah, yeah. But to to Project Veritas's credit, apparently. So what they're putting out there is like, look, we obtained these documents like two years ago. We did our due diligence to try to verify these documents. And we never could, and we never put it out. But their place was raided by the FBI because apparently this has been leaked out on the internet. So they're somehow tying Project Veritas. So they're like, look, we never put anything out there, but maybe because they were following the story. I mean, this is where we're at in society. Is Didn't like, the FBI just confirm it's legit? It, well, no clue, dude. I had never heard of this. I mean, Why would the smart? FBI have no, done no, no, any of this stuff if this wasn't all? If, if these all aren't now do, like they're like, yeah, we're here, we're now investigating how you got this stolen diary. They've all got the diaries. No, 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 no. You're right to that point, Babs. You're correct. Yes, they verified this, but two years ago, Project Veritas was like, we want to run this story, but they didn't. They never released because they're like, we can't verify this. So they've been sitting on this for like two, three years, and all of a sudden they and get finally raided. the FBI That's verified one problem it for with them. Project right? Veritas's overall strategy is that they uh, now granted they shouldn't be persecuted by the FBI, but they right. do tend to use methods that are like, you know, like the police couldn't even use those methods on you because it would be kind of sketchy, like doing things right, like having right. people fake be, fake identity people coming in and like, like tricking cat, you into a conversation, like catfishing, like private. on, on, yeah, on cat like fishing. Tinder dates, like on Tinder dates, like hey, look at this, like ten. With big teeth. Yeah, like I don't know, they're exposing some horrible, horrible scumbags. And I don't know. Well, they do expose some stuff. That's the thing. There is there is an element of that somebody has to do it, but like it is but um, it it takes your credibility away and you aren't then you aren't able to get necessarily the message across. But I wouldn't say it's like their credibility, but the way they go about it is the system is going to go after you. They're gonna fucking use the FBI, they're gonna use tactics to get Yeah, but if you have enough credibility, they can't do that. Like um like Well, they're gonna lawyer up. Like that's the thing. I don't think all right, if you were nightline and you wanted to like get you know do it all by the book how would you have handled this story right and to your point barry i get it like, i don't know I this it. story it's like they're coming like, after them. the ones the, that know the about story the starts with a, a creepy old guy taking inappropriate showers with kids okay like, let's dude, start with the story okay like now how do we get to reporting it in a in a in a fair way well you got to find out how you can get that evidence and then get it in a way that's you know like maybe a victim who's coming forward or, you know what I mean? That's kind of like the way that you, everyone's going to believe it that way. Whereas they're not necessarily going to believe it 
if there's like an ethical debate over should you have done it at all. It's kind of like um, I don't even know how this diary got out. Edward Snowden. All we know, she released the diary. Yeah, I was going to say like Glenn, Glenn Greenwald is an example of someone who is you know obviously he's getting attacked he get he's consistently attacked yeah. but he's also respected as like yeah. a credible yeah the attacks journalist. don't work on him because he's got credibility but right. here's the thing but here's the thing the now he do work on project veritas they do tend to get marginalized by the media's onslaught which in my opinion you should we need to start moving past like crying about that we got marginalized by a system that's against us and instead be immune to the system like many people are. I mean, you look at Joe Rogan, like one reason why people know Joe Rogan and they realize he's not a Nazi supremacist or whatever everybody calls, decides to characterize him as based on, you know, trying to cancel him or whatever. Like you have to be uncancelable by the media where they can't question your credibility at all. Yeah. Which is not easy. Not everybody can pull it off. But part of it is, is like sometimes it's same with like being in law enforcement. Like sometimes you can't get the bad guy. So it's better to focus on a different bad guy where you got better evidence. Oh, wait, are you saying they shouldn't have? Re- are you saying they shouldn't have, have released this diary information about the president of the United States being a pedophile? Well, the way I look at it is, I don't think they're gonna. I don't believe we're gonna get traction ever because of that on that well, issue. Right? No, he could. He could. He could. Forever. He could sniff kids on TV a hundred times, and nobody's going to call him out on it. Okay? But they will. Like, they will if it comes from a credible source the first time through some like if his like daughter, granddaughter came forward. Or, I don't know the details. Yeah, of it. like but okay, I'm saying, so like I'm there's a close. way for it to be done where it works. Okay, and so this at, is his daughter's. Uh, is this his, his daughter's or his granddaughter's? His daughter's diary. Okay, I think I, I didn't. Granddaughter, did I didn't even know he had a daughter. I didn't think. I didn't think Joe Biden had her. I thought he had two sons. Okay, right? maybe it's a granddaughter. I, I, I okay. Well, then showers with. Hold on, hold on. But then showers with my dad wouldn't be him if it's not his right. daughter. That's, it would be someone yeah, else. That's. Well, I don't even know how this is even relevant. Hunter, then that's Hunter Biden. <laughs> Yo, there's that nobody in the comments. So this is Hunter like Biden. Hold on. Let's just. Yeah. Um. Just... Also, I feel like we're totally being throttled right now because we haven't had one comment on any of this shit. I we've gotten no traction. There's no comments. Like it's we're weird. being fucked this right now. Weird. If you're watching, are we actually broadcasting? Are we live right now? Oh, we are. We are live. I've been checking. Are we live? live? There's no like. comment. We're just. We're just not okay. important. That's the problem. There, is there? Anything? All right. Hold on. Hold on. So Ashley Biden is. Yeah, she is the daughter of the of Joe Biden. Oh shit! I didn't even know he had a daughter. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a daughter. She's forty. Huh. So yeah, this she's is like her 40? diary. She's forty, and and Jill also is her in mother, politics right? to a certain crowd of the mainstream. You'd probably tap it too, if I had to guess, Otto. Yeah, where's the picture? Where's yeah, the well, that doesn't really uh, that doesn't rule many people out. No, Thank you, John. put Johnny's put his comment up there. We got to give a shout out, Johnny. Johnny yeah, what's up, Johnny? Johnny, Johnny's in the house. He's on our YouTube. Thank you. He's just yeah, not. You're on. He's just not at this point. point. Johnny, yeah, I get it. We're all we're rock, all, Johnny. We're all ready to. Uh, like if you guys are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Please, that would help us a do lot. it, so we get more yeah. more uh, more likes and comments. But or so follow uh, Twitter. Maybe we can maybe we can talk a little bit this more in the after us because we're coming up on it. But Barry, man, why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about your band and stuff? I and mean, we didn't really get a chance to kind of hit that. So if you could uh, just kind of tell us about how you know how long you've been in the scene, the punk scene, and stuff like that, a little bit. <laughs> For like the band's like, and is your next band name Woodchippers Everywhere? Because that'd be a great band name. 
Oh that yeah, a sweet band name. What's up, Tim? Tim, <laughs> what's up? All right, go my ahead, band's Barry. called Look What I Did, and it's like a weird mix of like whatever we we take like a punk hardcore approach, but we make right. the songs like a modern version of like um you know like maybe a frank zappa or a mr bungle dude i fucking love zappa i've been listening to a lot of zappa lately you know where you kind of like more yeah have fun with different genres and kind of like but like not make it too proggy give it that little bit of that that raw edge like kind of like a hardcore punk band or whatever you know yeah we do like four part harmonies a lot of jazz chords a lot of weird time signatures but we kind of weave it to where it's not You know, it's more of a rock. I don't know. But we've been doing it for 20 years. We've been trying to find a way to fit into all the different scenes that were happening enough to continue to exist. We've been on Warp Tour. We've done all we've been on MTV Headbangers Ball. We've been, you know, done some shit throughout the years, a lot of big tours with a lot of cool bands that don't sound like us at all, which is always complicated. And you know, being in the like my band was more in like the punk hardcore metal metalcore kind of tours so like you're dealing with a real like at first there was the militant straight edge kind of like there's a hardcore leftist kind of component to that there was then like you know even like the gutter punk scene is kind of like a hardcore yeah. leftist component to that oh yeah you're like yeah. there's all those yeah. anarchists kind of like black block kind of like yeah, you know, they got a lot of collectives that a lot of shows. dogs, a lot of dogs that can't take care of when they're traveling. Yeah, those. Guys. Yeah, but then you also have the Christian metal scene. Yep. What the fuck? Christian hardcore scene. Yeah, it's, had yeah, its whole know. own. Uh, you know, that, in the South, that's Christ. the only place you could play in a lot of counties. You know, because of the laws and stuff were really harsh for a band that might attract kids and to devil, devil stuff. Dude, that's that what's funny is right it. now the liberals have become. No, they're not liberals at all anymore. They've abandoned. No. that. the progressives have become the '80s satanic panic church ladies mixed with MRC, the <laughs> 2001 George Bush like authoritarian they've combined yeah, that yeah. into like a super voltron of just like canceled if, everything's if canceled it's like so that's a podcast title they form like voltron yes super voltron <laughs> super voltron karen karen super voltron yeah <laughs> that would be her name Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. name right right so i mean like so what what kind of what are your influences then like as a band what do you think? Like, um, you know, maybe like, that's a hard one, man. We listen to so many different things over the years. You're just every, like we like every kind band. of music and we like to play it all at the same time. It, I, but, dude, that's like the best way to describe your band. I was, I was checking it out and I'm like, this is like, kind of sounds like hardcore, but it kind of sounds like. What's Rock, the, and then it's just like weird. It's, dude, it's like can you, play, some, can you just play some right now, or would that like yeah, trigger some kind of like copyright violation? Some copyright. Well, well, it should, could. The man's right here. Well, well actually, any it could because the record off of our one record label. Like, if you get something that's off of ours, probably not. So, like, let's, um, let's save it for the after. Well, hours. Like, let's just uh, let's tell you know, tell people you know where they could go check out some of your stuff. Like, like yeah, YouTube channel. Just or, or, Google YouTube. Look what I did, and where the music that comes up with that which i feel <laughs> proud of that's a difficult thing to have that's right, a real right. fucking serious phrase that's used a lot look what, you know what i, I mean? did yeah yeah 
that's what I, I just like look what I do banned and that's I found you guys on YouTube but I know yeah, if there was like right had a we got a bunch of music videos SoundCloud. check you, that out you had me at Zappa and then like hardcore I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling like, you we're in a weird spot but I think it's like it's working to our advantage now because like back when we were heavily touring and stuff like everyone was in these like little sub genres and if you deviated your sound from that sub genre people yeah. were just not really feeling it and that yeah. we were like crossing the subgenres like i remember there was one time we were like playing with drop dead gorgeous human abstract and folly on a tour and like which is a weird tour drop dead gorgeous was like this hair metalcore kind of and they were like 16 right yeah and so you got all these 14 year olds it's their first show and they're trying to be these tough hardcore guys you know i'm in my 30s touring right now so <clears throat> we had a we're playing weird stuff and then back then everybody was playing breakdowns for the ninja yep. stuff you know hell yeah yeah, we give them one. All the mass kids get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they're not feeling us at this point. And um, it's like this guy literally yells out in between songs, when are you guys going to play a breakdown? You know? Uh, and that's uh, like, yeah. I've been on tour for like a month and a half, and Lord forgive me my language. But I was like, if you need a breakdown to mosh, you're a pussy, right? Because I was in a full rage at this point. I, you know what I mean? I've been like living a horrible lifestyle of like starvation and you know, traveling, traveling yeah, always yeah. living in a van for like maybe a year and a half straight with no break, didn't live anywhere. So it was kind of like for this like guy, it's his second show ever. And it's right. some crap trend that's a new Jack trend in the first place. That is why you're here. And the reason why my band was kind of off, you know, on that tour on some dates was because we were singing at all on the song anywhere in it. It's like, if you don't, if that makes you think it's emo, you're just, you don't understand music well enough to have an opinion in my opinion. So I just snapped at that guy. I couldn't take it. And everyone just started moshing to everything. There you go. <laughs> the rest of the show. Because yeah. now it's like, oh, you don't need a breakdown. So now they have to mosh literally all the time. Or they're you know a bunch of I mean? pussies. <laughs> right. Precisely. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, I mean, That's Lord, awesome. forgive me my language, but I was in a rage, a full-blown rage. You know what I'm saying? It was like. Nice. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about this more in the afters. But for uh, the meantime, tell our uh, listeners where they could find you and add you or any social media, any links you want to plug. YouTube, uh, look what I did. Band, I think. You know, I'm not entirely sure. Google, look what I did. And we're in everything. <laughs> cool. We're well distributed and easy to find on Google. Find us and dig into all that. We got 20 years worth of music. We got more music coming soon. We got Evan Brewer just joined our band on bass. He's been in so many cool bands. Suicidal Tendencies. Uh, oh, Faceless. Yeah. Um, I just want NPOs. one Pepsi. Um, you know, he's been in a ton of cool bands. Um but yeah, that he was in terror for a while. Oh um, shit, terror! Oh fuck. yeah. So we got a new, yep. well, we got a new, uh, you know, record coming soon. It's gonna be dope. Nice, cool. Anywhere awesome. they will find you, you you have Twitter or anything or so just um, you. <laughs> so, look what uh, I did, band. I'm pretty. No, look what I did. Jams on it. Okay. All right, well, we'll we're gonna we'll see you guys soon this spring. We're gonna do a PRL barbecue uh show <laughs> slash Mises caucus fundraiser at um, alex's house <laughs> at my house so stay tuned everybody nice nice all right man well uh 
So let's uh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go take this on over to our after hours that we've been talking about the entire podcast. <laughs> but uh, after hours is pretty base, so I would check it out. If you guys want to um, check it out, we're gonna record it after this. Uh, go to our Patreon, sign up for little as a dollar a month. You get access to our whole backlog of you know all of the crazy episodes and future crazy episodes. So um, check that out. Uh, if you want to donate uh, other ways to the show other than Patreon, uh, go to prlfans.com. And you'll find other ways to donate to the show. Go buy our t-shirts, please, over at libertariancountry.com. Use the code PRL or PRL Podcast. Get yourself a 10% discount. If you use the code PRL2, you'll get a 20% discount when you spend $50 or more. And they got a bunch of new cool new shirts up there, so go check that out. Uh, also, Wheelie's Pharmacy. Get all of your CBD needs there. Uh, use the code PRL10 for a 10% discount. And uh, we're brought to you tonight also by... Um, Moral Bob's podcast, uh, Hidden in Plain Sight. So check him out too. And until next time, live free or die. State is a good break with the blood that is shed. Stretching the flags on the tax bombs and red. Was it by a few and